Hello, breadheads. Hello, Eric. Welcome to another episode of Think Fresh. Hola, Ty. <laughs> What's kicking, little chicken? <laughs> Not much, man. Just had a nice lunch out on the rooftop patio. Um, yeah, just taking in the sun, enjoying some nice, nice lunch. meal. Yeah. Wow. How about yourself? Yeah, I just finished a little lunchy, little luncheon now too. Wow. It's kind of funny how like um, old old people call it a luncheon. I always find like at a certain age, you stop eating lunch and you start eating having luncheons. Have you noticed that? <laughs> no, I've never noticed that once in my fucking life. Oh wow, yeah. So I feel like up until like age like twenty eight, you're like into brunches. And then you just like quit the bullshit. It's just about lunch till like you retire. And then you start doing luncheons. That's like the final phase. Mm. Well, I'm always constantly battling internally on whether or not I should be calling it breakfast or lunch because mm. I don't eat until like 12 or one. So is that technically breakfast? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't know if it's time of day or order of meal consumption that determines the classification of the meal. Yeah. Because I'm always like, people always ask me, it's like, oh, do you eat lunch? And I'm like, well, I guess yes and no. Like I eat, that's my first meal. My first meal is at 12 and then I have dinner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a good way to solve this would be to talk to somebody who works night shifts because they would wake up at dinner time and have breakfast. So I wonder <laughs> how, they, how they get around that uh, little bit of a friction. Yeah, are you eating dinner or breakfast? Were you way to get to the bottom of this? Were you dining al fresco today as well? Oh, and outside, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I had an indoor meal. Um, but I should have gone outside. It's a it's a beaut of a day. Just a total beauty. Mm. Just a touch of some haze left over from some fires, <laughs> but other than that. Yeah. A little yeah. secondhand smoke never killed anyone, so. <laughs> it's wildfire season, baby. Yeah. Um, what were you macking on today? <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a little scrambled egg situation. Okay. Um, so, I actually, like, kind of ran out of groceries last second, so I ordered a bunch of things from Nelson the Seagull, which actually came in clutch. So, I ordered their, like, sourdough, uh, a dozen eggs, some butter um mm. yeah and i just like made a little scramble with with like melted manchego cheese inside mm, wow and you you door dashed all this i door dashed those three things and then i had some manchego left over so i just like threw it all in a pan and then topped it off with some malden salt uh, a little bit of cayenne fresh cracked pepper and i had the their bread on the side with their butter mm. and some malden salt topped off there as well that sounds fresh you go girl Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can't imagine i can't imagine being the uber eats guy that has to deliver a carton of eggs yeah (laughs) just like you're trying to put it in your like bicycle backpack the like oversized backpack and like get it across the city and you're like i hope all 12 eggs are still still in one piece when i get there yeah, no kidding. Some foods are not meant to be like delivered, and eggs are for sure one of them. Yeah, some foods should also just never be on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What did you have for lunch today? Yeah, great question. I uh, I was a little pressed for Grosh because 
I had been traveling for the last four or five days. So I just got in last night and there wasn't much in my fridge. So I um, dined like a 10 year old birthday party today. Wow. I had super spreader couple... tie. Super spreader, yeah. <laughs> uh, bringing my germs all over the countryside. But w- what I had for lunch was, like I said, a 10 year old birthday party. It was a couple vegetarian hot dogs and a <laughs> glass of orange juice. <laughs> oh my God. How many cupcakes did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're moving into uh, a slice of cake after this. Oh boy. A little ice yeah. cream, DQ, uh, maybe a little treats of pizza. <laughs> little treats of pizza. Finish <laughs> it off. Yeah. Uh, oh, and lightly salted chips. You know, there's always lightly salted chips. Oh yeah. Did you like throw them throw them on the plate with the hot dogs? <laughs> like yeah, like course. you like you do like at a like a, when you order lunch into school, like you yeah. know like hot lunches like class like classroom <laughs> parties. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost exactly that. Whenever I like imagine eating chips off a plate. With like a hot dog, I always I get a little bit of like PTSD from childhood because always at birthday parties, the mm. my hands would be wet. Like I'd always have wet hands at birthday parties because in the summertime, it's like always like outdoor or outdoor activities. So you're like having a water balloon fight, or it's like a pool party, or some other like fun childhood thing. You got a sprinkler or some squirt guns going at a at a birthday party. So whenever you like get your hand on those chips, your fingertips are all, all, all sopping wet and then you get you, it kills the crunch of the potato chip <laughs> it, it neutralizes it <laughs> it neutralizes it yeah oh wow so you're, you're telling me your wet ass hands um eating those chips is not unlike eating a meatball marinara on a flatbread yeah totally you're taking it to meatball marinara level wow of soppiness <laughs> <laughs> uh we haven't really talked about chips on subs yet. This is like a really important topic for Subway. I feel like everyone kind of, as soon as they like try to tell you about their Subway hack, it's like, oh, throw some chips on it. Uh-huh. And... Even like Subway is celebrating that. I don't know if you saw a few Instagram posts ago. They su- su- Subway <laughs> official um, acknowledged the chip on sandwich. Blue check trip. Subway. <laughs> Blue check <Yeah>. big Subway <laughs> posted about it. So, you know, it's like a, not a hack anymore. Yeah, this ain't secret menu no more. Yeah. And you can tell based on, like, last time we did it, the artists were super happy to do it. They were like, hell yeah, let's fucking go. And they yeah, just, like, like we've been they talk- ripped that thing open. <laughs> <laughs> They've been talking about it at HQ for uh, for months now. They just want, want the, uh, the commissioners to get in on it, too. Yeah. What chips are you throwing down in your sandwich? Oh, man, I love something that has just, like, a sharp saltiness so like they just like classic sometimes it's fun to like try a little bit of heat like a dorito or a jalapeno i think that brings in an interesting flavor profile i stay away from the sweeter ones like i would never put like a salt and vinegar <laughs> on it or like a uh, like something cheese cheesy maybe i like mm-hmm. i like the the heat what about you yeah i think i'm pretty aligned there like jalapeno could be interesting because it's like more or less like just salty with a little bit of spice and then you don't have to like go too hard on the sauces. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But we're all, all we're doing really is just trying to manufacture the crunch that we long for with the lettuce that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. It's either you throw chips on or double toast it. But you're, yeah. You're not getting it from the, the lettuce. Yeah. You're not, you're not saying like, hey, can you give me just the crispy pieces of lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> the ones that aren't like molded. 
If I could go behind the counter, I would handpick each piece of lettuce for my customer. Yeah. Wow. That um that POV is like like it's too much power. Just like sitting behind the counter, seeing all those options in front of you. I don't wow. know. I, I would get choice paralysis if I was back there. Oh, same. I don't know where I'd put my hands first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, chips are chips are I think like becoming a celebrated and acknowledged, just even like acknowledged part of the subway ordering experience. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. It's like they they put them down with authority too. You know, it's like it somehow already fits in the measurement system. What mm-hmm. if Subway, Big Subway already like manufactured this idea? So it's like not even a hack, but they like, they planted it. It's like an industry plant, you know? That makes sense because they lay the chips in front of the glass partition, almost as if it's an extension of the Ooh. buckets of vegetables. Yeah, exactly. And it's on your end. So you're like, you think it's up to you. You think it's like your idea, but it's like, no, we put them there so that you could potentially pick one up the last second and say, hey, throw these down. Wow. wow. Psychological warfare right there. Yeah. They don't do much for like the beginning of the line. In fact, I find it's like kind of information overload. It's like they have mm-hmm. all the stats, like all the nutrition facts there too. And like, I barely have time to choose like what bread I want. And they're telling me like, Oh, the salami has 100 grams of sodium. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't understand why Subway leans so much into the calorie breakdown of every element. It'll it'll like introduce the calories before it'll introduce like what the thing is. It'll be like (laughs) 700 calories and then it'll like show a picture of a meatball sub and then it'll say the meatball sub. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're not really helping like your uh, whole eat fresh thing. Because if it's truly fresh, it would just be like, I wouldn't care what the calories are in it because it's just lettuce or, or whatever, you know? Yeah, totally. It like, just, they, like it, it reinforces theory, the fact that it's fake. Especially at that mic- microscopic level. Like if they just put a calorie count at the entrance to Subway, like above the door, <laughs> yeah. then it kind of gives you the precedent. Okay, like these guys care about health. But then when you get inside, you can just trust everything is um, within reason. But by yeah. getting that microscopic, like those people are the people that are measuring that at that level, I feel bad for them. They're probably yeah. Android users. Yeah. Like it's a brand play. Like you don't have the calories like listed everywhere at Erewhon. It's just no assumed, like I'm at Erewhon, I'm eating healthy. I don't need to worry about calories. I'm already here. That's the that's the one thing you need to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pressing so hard on it, it makes me second guess it <laughs> at Subway. Yeah. Do you remember if they had like the differences in health between the meatball and the Beyond Meatball? Whew. But that'd be a good experiment. Yeah, I would like to know that too because I'm pretty sure the Beyond Meatball is like maybe worse for you than the meatball. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking too. Like, um, yeah, one's processed meat, but the other one is processed question mark. You know, like what is it? yeah yeah i don't like how it's so it just seems like so overly processed i don't know if you're actually doing anything but then then again i don't know if like beyond me's whole thing is about health like isn't it just like hey here's like like a meat pump fake you know like we're you want to eat meat but it's like the next most similar thing 
Yeah, totally. It's it's for that somebody who like really needs a break from chickpeas and tofu. Yeah. And they just want to treat themselves, get have a breakout on their face and like <laughs> watch a mo- watch a movie that night. So, it's it's a meal for them. That yeah. kind of vegetarian. Yeah. As a vegetarian, do you view like Beyond Meat and stuff like that or like the Impossible Burger as like junk food? Yeah, definitely. It's a it's a treat yourself moment. Mm. Even like sausage and things like that. I think so. I think all varieties of like mystery. It's like the new mystery meat, really. <laughs> wow, that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say like um, with in- increased complexity to understand what you're consuming, the more difficult it is probably on your digestion system too. Like if your brain can't figure it out, who, how's your stomach going to do it? Yeah. Oh boy. We oh should boy. probably... Um, compare some other aspects there like is it does it hold up well better or does it hold up better in a sandwich than the regular meatball because mm. I, I share i shared my meatball horror story last episode mm-hmm. um but like that's that's enough to never make me want to order it again mm-hmm. yeah that's a good question i feel like the uh consistency or the i guess the viscosity of the meatball is a little softer than your traditional meatball I should call one the Beyond Meatball. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the Beyond Meatball is is softer and more more kind of like hand pressed. I think it has yeah, it has a little bit you get with the original meatball, <laughs> you get a nice kind of like layer of like oil or fat around the outside that kind of binds it in. I don't know if you've noticed that. It's almost like a little bit crispy. The Beyond? The the original. Oh, I guess so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure one's cooked in like a like a pan of some sort mm-hmm. in maybe in sauce. Do they cook them in the sauce? I don't think so. I think that stuff comes in two separate bags. Damn. Yo, Subway is really fucking up, right? Like, <laughs> like how much better would it be if the marinara was like always with the meatball? You'd get like this juicy meatball experience and you wouldn't have to like fucking slather on the marinara sauce. Yeah, no one wants a dry ass meatball on its own. Like, yeah. You're going to put that marinara sauce anyways. It would yeah. save time on the line too. Save line time. Yeah. It's like a bunch of meteors in like some lava. <laughs> yeah. Nasty. It's heated. It's hot. It's red. As our as our friend Gordon Ramsay would say, just absolutely ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Gordon Ramsay would do on Kitchen Nightmares at Subway. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> Like some of those photos of like, like the Burger King foot lettuce, and like mm-hmm. <laughs> the fucking uh, like the one where the girl had her feet on the counter, like barefooted. Oh yeah, Ooh. there's some lo- a lot of like weird foot action happening yeah. in subway behind the scenes. You can see it all on our Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're the TMZ of Subway, basically. Yeah, we're documenting all of Subway's uh, wins and opportunities. i don't know what ramsey would do if he walked in there i think he would like he would first of all be shocked that the vegetables are pre-cut oh yeah that's a big no-no big no-no um i think he would be devastated to find out that um the customer has so much control over the ordering experience (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah 
keep going on that <laughs> yeah he would think like wow how are, why are you letting these guys choose you're the experts he would keep yelling you're the experts you're the chef <laughs> you're the yeah. artist yeah i just love when he calls the chefs a big boy big boy <laughs> like come on big boy help me carry these boxes yeah why do you got beef with the beef yeah oh man um so I wanted to talk about this uh, table side uh, Caesar salad toss that we found out about. There's like oh, a whole, yeah. new, whole world of theatrical uh, crafting of like your dish in front of you. So it's like kind of in the world of Subway. Um, but the way they do it, and this is a video from Boa Steakhouse in from LA, I think. Um, it's like known TikTok hottie destination. <laughs> But anyways, the video is this guy, this like 15-year-old kid, literally like tossing a salad next to the table. And he's doing it in such a theatrical way. He's like like spooning the Parmesan from under the cart and like flipping it into the bowl. <laughs> and then like doing like backflips with the uh, pepper, pepper uh, cracker thing and then like cracking it on each flip. It's just like so over the top and like very little regard for any ingredient that might land in the person's lap. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's definitely spray with that. Oh, yeah, there's tons of spray. And it makes me think, like, the theatrical part of it makes it really um, appealing to those who, like, might usually complain about the quality of the food. But, but like, you can be served a regular Caesar salad, but the fact that it's presented to you in such a over-the-top way, it's like you forget about how underwhelming the salad is. Yeah, for all the listeners, we will put a link to this exact video <laughs> yeah. that Eric is talking about in the description of this episode. But this is mm -hmm. a whole YouTube hole where yeah. every single steakhouse and like weird Mediterranean restaurant is trying to do these table side Caesar salads. And they all are like really invested in the theatrics of it. Like they'll make your pepper grinder do a 720 before they like give it a crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like crack an egg on like some, on like the, uh, a customer's head or something before <laughs> bonk <laughs> um, you. it makes me wonder like why are these places why is it always a steakhouse and then I also like would subway potentially benefit from this kind of um maybe upscale experience well there's definitely an immediate crossover here where you have artist <laughs> the proverbial artist at subway and then the street performing artist at the steakhouse. Yeah, yeah so exactly. They have an overlap of title, and therefore I feel like they should be able their their skill set should be cross compatible. Mm -hmm. There's an overlap in title. They're both performers, um, and then also you're creating the dish in front of the person. So there's that. Mm, um, yeah. The one difference here is like you're. It looks like this cart is mobile, so you're like pulling it up to the table of where your guests are sitting at so mm -hmm. in my head i'm imagining like a subway dine-in service where they like pull this like little dim sum cart over to you and then they just like make your salad or make your sandwich for you at your table like that would be so nice and then they just like kind of like flip it onto your desk <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be upside down at the end yeah um i love that idea for a few reasons one i think that subway sandwich artists need to work on their performance like i would love it if they could like give the ranch bottle a few spins before they like glob it all over my sandwich or if yeah. they like threw the lettuce in the air like confetti and had it sprinkle all over it 
like a few mm-hmm. moves like that would really like uh, incentivize me to tip at the very least. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, they would definitely earn more without doing much more. Like mm-hmm. the, just the fact that they are being a little bit cringe with it would mm-hmm. be like enough for me to like guilt tip, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like um, the difference between the tabletop Caesar salad maker and the sandwich artist is that the sandwich artist ha- is improvising, whereas the tabletop Caesar salad maker is practicing a like very thorough and professional routine. Mm. So the table top Caesar salad maker has an opportunity to refine that that routine where this sandwich maker is kind of like dependent on the order but I mm-hmm. still think they could like work on that like within like the meat section they have a few moves that they like to pull off to just like impre- impress the uh, clientele mm. I'm imagining uh, here's like the user journey that I'm envisioning so okay you you line up you right away like while you're ordering your bread and stuff you tell them it's like yes I would like to dine in uh, and then you say, and then you like give them your entire order there. And then they mm-hmm. like, I don't know, maybe write it down or something. And then you say, okay, cool. I'm sitting over there. So you like go and pay, you like sit down. And then I imagine they only bring the ingredients they need. And mm. the genius of the sandwich artist is that they can create some kind of spectacle using any of the ingredients. And then this format would just be like doing that in sequence. Mm. Based on yes, what you the mark of a true artist being mm-hmm. able to work with any any material yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> whether it's uh slices of uh steak tomato or um little little like tiny black olives you know yum yeah the only uh beef steak i fuck with is the tomato variety yeah exactly veggie boys uh, <laughs> the other like really interesting possibility that comes out of this like car subway cart that you can roll up to a table is that it just exposes the fact that the subway sandwich making process has such a small retail footprint like it's like a hundred foot longs by a hundred foot longs if you've ever been in a subway they're so small right there's no kitchen i don't even think they have a like a dishwashing pit because like everything's in comes in plastic buckets mm-hmm. i think uh, like 90 yeah. percent of it is storage <laughs> I think so too for extra cucumbers. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> like a, like a studio apartment. It's just like a bunch of boxes and the counter. Mm-hmm. So having a studio apartment sized restaurant liberates you to take that and plop it basically anywhere. You could plop it beside a table, like you're suggesting, at um, a steakhouse. But you could also say put it on, um, like on a food truck. You could have like a, like I imagine Subway's brand is kind of quirky. So they'd probably do like a Volkswagen Beetle pulling like a bike trailer, <laughs> but uh, oh, yes. they could roll that up to the beach or something and like make you sandwiches there. Once again, no kitchen, no dish pit, no need to just like really small. That's all they <laughs> need. It could, they could even have it like pullable by a bike. That would be a very like in on brand with like living fresh. Oh yeah. Um, just kind of like how the pizza delivery guy though needs their own whip. All artists that would apply would have to like own their own bike. <laughs> oh yeah. When you said Volkswagen Beetle, my head was kind of leading towards more of like a like a Blue Lives Matter Ford F one fifty King Ranch edition. Oh nice. And they <laughs> yeah. just like serving sandwiches right out of the back, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> um but also I was picturing like I forgot what restaurant it is. 
uh, might have been A&W, but when you like, you can like park your car outside and then they wheel it to you. Like you can order like through the drive-thru and then mm. potentially like park somewhere. And then they just like wheel out a little cart to you and then make your sandwich at your car. And then you just eat in the car and then you just drive away. Mm, that's great. I love this throwback to 1950s car culture. Yeah. And then I was thinking yeah. like, you know, that long, like longboard thing that they put through the window or like on your convertible, if you have one at A&W, like I'm pretty sure there's like some old vintage photos of that. Yeah. Yeah. I know the one it just looks a, like, uh, they'll, and more you'll more commonly see this type of artifact in a bed for eating breakfast in bed <laughs> but it's like yeah. it's like a little tiny long thin table right yeah but imagine that but with like a giant sub spread all the way across your car <laughs> whoa yeah you got like the, the three foot sandwich <laughs> yeah that'd be so Start in the middle if you want wow yeah. <laughs> i love that like so you're going window to window with sandwich yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the window to the wall oh yeah that's sick i would definitely do that that'd be such a fun yeah, party too. thing yeah and then you impress so many people you just got like a four foot sandwich in your four banger yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh boy the other cool opportunity that comes with having no kitchen and no dish pit is that you could like <laughs> take that subway trolley that's beside the Caesar salad station and put it um, like, because when you walk into a subway, you move through a series of decisions, but you could be stationary and those decisions could be, could move past you like on a conveyor belt. So for mm. example, if I'm sitting on an airplane in the aisle seat, the entire subway could come by me. And the first, like the first station could be like se se selecting my bread then my meat, veggies, sauces. And like, it could just be like a really long airplane cart. Mm -hmm. I actually really like that idea. Then you could have like Delta Airlines or something like be sponsored or like collab with Subway. And then you can have these like branded carts just like wheel through and you can like choose what sandwich you want on the go. Totally. Have a mile high BMT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it could cool. not, it's not just a, pl a plane, though. It could be, like, a bus or a train would be really on brand. <laughs> mm, yeah, literally, subway. <laughs> yeah, or even, like, any, like, I'm thinking, like, stadiums. Like, you could be courtside at Staples Center and just have, like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the subway cart wheeling by. Oh, wow, yeah. Instead of, like, um, you know how they do, like, at Staples Center, if, like, the Lakers win, you get, like, free taco or something. Like, they win by, like, 10 or something. Like, that could just be like a free six inch. <laughs> I love the so, idea of them loading six inches into the six inch gun and firing them into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it would have to be like, wouldn't it couldn't be a meatball because that could cause some serious damage. Oh yeah. And potentially right. some collateral damage gun. too. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it'd have to be like a tight, tightly wrapped tuna or something. Yeah. <laughs> What's that um, Seinfeld episode where they get the Cubans to like roll crepes Ooh. and then they're like and because cubans are so good at rolling like cigars they like roll the crepes really tight and then the customers would like cut through it and it would squirt like nutella in their eyes and it'd be like super hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i imagine the same similar thing with uh the subs you just like shooting off a missile into the crowd <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny Alrighty, bud we flew through that
yeah great great episode thanks for uh joining us to all the listeners um we really appreciate uh all of you absolutely please follow our instagram to stay in touch think fresh podcast um and subscribe to our only fans think fresh <laughs> yeah i thought of a cool idea for only fans content eric i think next time we go to subway we'll put a gopro on and then someone can watch us order <laughs> order wow, yeah. pov yeah we'll have to come through fully masked up and to maintain our identities yeah of course <laughs> Alrighty. um think fresh everybody have a great day see you friday